So it's time for you to retire and start living the next stage of your life. But you've got parents to look after, or in-laws, or both. What do you do? Stick around through the intro, and that's what we'll talk about today. Retirement. That's a fuzzy place somewhere in the future for many people. Do we have to retire? How do we prepare for it? Will we really be free? And what does that mean exactly? I'm going to answer these questions and more as I travel the road. I'll cover different topics related to having the life you want. I don't pretend to have all the answers, so sometimes I'll have a guest who knows more than I do about a particular subject. I'm Jackie Doucette, and this is Beyond Retirement. Just sit back, relax, and let me lead you on a journey to freedom. Hello and welcome to episode 22 of Beyond Retirement. As promised, this week I'm going to talk a little bit about how having parents in the picture affects your retirement plans. Hopefully my voice will hold out. Sorry you have to listen to my croaking. I tried to find someone who was willing to share their thoughts about being in this situation, but I didn't get any takers, so you're stuck with just me today. My parents aren't around anymore, sadly. I wish they were still here to bounce ideas off and to talk to about the future, and I rarely go through a day without thinking that One of them would have liked to hear about some particular thing that was going on in my life. It's funny how there's always something more pressing in your daily life than visiting or calling them when they're around. But as soon as you can't spend time with them anymore, you're always coming up with topics and reasons that you should have been with them. Listen to that, folks. If your parents are still alive, talk to them. Visit them. Share your life with them while you still can. Listen to their stories about times gone by. Soon enough you're going to lose the opportunity. This is going to be a bit of a rumination on my part, just a random bunch of thoughts I've put together. Hopefully you'll be able to make some sense of it, and maybe take away a suggestion or two in case you find yourself in this situation. So of course, a lot depends on how old your parents are and their state of health. As long as they've got plans in place for their eventual decline in health, you're golden. If it's not too late already, meaning if they're still of sound mind, have a chat with your parents and your in-laws. Find out what their plans for the future are. Have they made arrangements for their eventual death and burial? Do they have instructions for end-of-life treatment? Does everyone in the family know their wishes? If the answer to any of these questions is no, you might want to suggest to them that it's a good time to think about it and get these things settled. It's also something you should have in place for yourself while we're on the topic. It's not too early to have plans laid out. In their time of grief, your loved ones will not want to be thinking about these matters. If you can spare them that, do it. I'm a firm believer in having all your ducks in a row. While you're talking with your parents about the future, it's a good idea to explain why you've brought it up. Not that you're planning their death, but that you want to make sure that they're taken care of properly. That is, in the way, <coughs> excuse me, in the way they want to be, in case you're not on hand immediately when the time comes, and to avoid the need to sort it all out with siblings and well-meaning relatives, because it's going to be hard to do at the final hour. It's a great idea to include all your siblings in this chat, assuming that they're in a position to, to contribute. If your parents don't have any intention of leaving their current residence, then you might want to think about how you can ensure that they're watched over a bit when you're not around. Maybe you live in the same town, but chances are that you don't. If you're friendly with their neighbors, or if your parents are friends with them at least, one option is to have a chat with the neighbors about keeping an eye on things. 
even if they're in the same age group, doesn't hurt to have a few extra sets of eyes checking things out. I think in some areas there are also companies that'll keep an eye on your property for you and let you know if something changes, like newspapers not being brought in, garbage not being put out on garbage day, the sort of thing that signals that something isn't right. Sometimes staying in their current home won't be an option for your parents, for any number of reasons. Maybe ill health, or just the magnitude of the task of maintaining the home. What sort of choices are there in those cases? They could move in with you. Yikes. Or maybe you could move into their home, if it's large enough. Or maybe everybody ends up moving to find a way to sort things out. Again, the options are many, but each one has some work involved. Another option is a senior's care complex. These range from minimal to full care facilities, and they often have an option to add in some extra care from time to time as necessary. These are often difficult to get into, and there could be a waiting list. I know where I live, when you apply for a space, you might end up being offered one in a facility in another community, quite a ways away, because they're offered as they become available. And if you don't take what you're offered, you go to the bottom of the list again. If you're desperate for accommodation, sometimes I guess you can't be too choosy. There are also a growing number of fabulous retirement communities around now. I almost want to go and live one in one myself. They've got everything you could possibly want available, like fitness areas, golf courses, shops, services to meet everyone's needs, and all the niggly little details, cleaning and maintenance, for example, are taken care of by property managers. So all the residents have to do is enjoy their life. Of course, these places aren't cheap, which is why it's a good idea to start planning before you need the services. My parents moved to Western Canada from Ontario when I was 19 to take care of my dad's mom. I was the youngest and the last one to leave home. We four kids had settled, finally, in Ontario, and then we started working on mom and dad to move closer to us as soon as our grandma passed away. But they stayed for a number of years before we convinced them that Ontario was the place to be. It wasn't easy, and neither was their eventual move. One of my sisters actually did the majority of the work, packing them up and unpacking them when they got here. The main reason for her doing most of the work was that she was living in the town they decided to settle in, whereas the rest of us were either three to five hours away or had no vehicle or means of getting around. Over the next few years, they moved a couple more times within the town, and each time all their stuff was sorted out and much of it discarded. Finally, we convinced them to move into a retirement home, because both were starting to feel the effects of age, and having an apartment was getting to be too much. We felt it was a good place, with a retirement section, where people were primarily left on their own through the day, and a nursing home section, where those who had advanced needs could, could live. We figured this was perfect. They could stay as long as possible in the retirement section, and then move to the nursing home when the time became necessary. It was hard on them at first, at least on our dad. Mom was thrilled about never having to cook meals again. But I think he realized pretty rapidly that his life really wasn't much different. He got up early, he read a newspaper, did a crossword puzzle, had breakfast, did some reading or watched TV, had lunch and then a nap, read a bit, did some puzzles, had supper, watched TV, and went to bed. I'm pretty sure this is where I got the idea that retirement should involve more than sitting on the sofa watching TV. In his defense, early on, back in 2001, he had a boat of shingles, and the pain that came with them never went away. He couldn't move without an unrelenting, sharp pain in his side, so he basically quit moving when it wasn't absolutely necessary. 
When he finally passed away at the age of 91 in 2015, he'd lived with that constant pain for over 14 years, and it aged him immensely. He went from golfing, curling, bowling, and walking every day to what I just described. Basically, walking to meals and sitting in a chair the rest of the day. While my sister wasn't actually caring for him in the strict sense of the term, she visited every day and ensured that he was doing all right. She looked after bill payments and doctor's appointments, and she'd done the same thing for our mom until mom passed away in 2013 at the age of 85. I brought up my parents, and specifically their ages, to introduce the idea of longevity into the conversation. While you're thinking about the possibility, or maybe inevitability, of taking care of your parents or in-laws as they age, it's a good idea to also think about the family history of aging. Have your close relatives lived long, healthy lives, or were their days cut short by illness or disease? Or worse, did they live long lives stricken with illness that required care? These factors will probably play a role in how long your parents live, and you as well. This is something to keep in mind when you're planning your retirement. I tried to do that in planning my own retirement for age 50. I anticipated at the time that I would live to be about 85. So I did all my calculations based on living till then. I had it all planned out, but my husband vetoed it because I had him living to 85 as well. However, he was slated to maintain the same salary level up until that age. I told him it wasn't his retirement I was planning, it was mine. And he was going to have to look after me properly, so he'd need to keep working to keep our income high enough to allow me to retire. He wasn't convinced, and I'm still working. People sometimes feel it's a burden to be looking after their parents when they themselves have re reached retirement age. But I think it's important to keep in mind how much time they looked after you when you needed it. I know not everyone's family was all roses and songs, but in general, parents do the best they can for their kids, and I think it's important to give back to them when we're able to. If that means we take care of them in their final years, it's something we have to plan around. As a few people have said, maybe that's the reason you get to retire a little earlier. Thank you to the folks who took the time to tell me a few things about their experiences. I appreciate getting a bit of insight into a situation I didn't have to face, thanks to having a sister who took it on. While you may not be happy about having to care for your aging parents, maybe the longevity in your family will work in your favor, and you'll have lots of years to enjoy your retirement after you've met your obligations to your parents. This is something we can hope for, at least. Next week, I'll continue the discussion of family responsibilities with a little talk about relationships. And that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond Retirement. I'm your host, Jackie Doucette. If you liked what you heard, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, review the show, and leave me a rating. It helps me move up in the ranks and reach more people. If you've got any questions or comments, drop by my website, www.beyondretirement.ca and leave me a short message. Thanks again for listening, and we'll chat again next week.